Hey guys, welcome to the I Hope They Hear This podcast and happy Valentine's Day. Today is Valentine's Day for all the men out there who did not get their significant other anything. I'm hoping that you're listening to this in the morning so that you have enough time to do something about it. But yeah, this is your heads up. Uh, please, please go get your significant other something. Don't, don't ruin this day. But, you know, on that topic, I do want to say... It's sad how Valentine's Day has been hijacked by the capitalist machine. And I know I sound, what is this, what is the term, like hipster or socialist even? I, I might sound that way, but it's not that. I, I just feel sad that Valentine's Day has lost its original meaning. And it was a day commemorating St. Valentine. And the popular kind of, Legend, I don't know if it's true, but the legend behind St. Valentine is that during the 3rd century in Rome, St. Valentine, who was a priest, uh, continued officiating Christian weddings even after the emperor had outlawed them. I'm not exactly sure on the details of why that happened, but um, I'm, I'm assuming it's because Christians were being persecuted at the time. But um, this guy, this uh, St. Valentine said... It's love is important enough that I'll risk it all to, to help these couples, yeah, be married and enter this covenant relationship, uh, under the witness of God, right? So, I I think that's a beautiful message that love, can, you should risk everything for love, that that love is important and that especially that covenant love, that serious committed love between, you know, two people, it's 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 beautiful. But I feel like more than that, what we celebrate now on Valentine's Day is how much flowers and chocolate you can buy for your significant other. And I know that I'm not the only person who thinks this, or at least feels the pressure to buy my wife flowers and, and chocolate. I know that the entire country has been filled with the same pressure because and I know this because I've seen the data. And the data that I'm talking about is data from most large flower delivery companies. If you look at how much flowers they deliver on Valentine's Day, and you compare that to the amount of flowers that they deliver every single other day of the year, Valentine's Day still dwarfs the flower delivery on the other days. So Valentine's Day is by far the biggest flower selling day in this country and it's weird that we we need to we feel the need to buy something to express our emotions and thought and heart i don't think that should be the case i i hate that we have to buy something to to say this is what my love is worth to you it's weird uh, money and love i feel like they shouldn't go hand in hand but oftentimes it does so this is my plea to the women of the country. And I say women because I think it's, in most cases, generally speaking, it's the man buying something for the women. Um, and my plea is, let's, let's not do this, right? Can we just take, and under, take the fact that we can still love you without buying something for you? It's just, there's so much pressure behind the whole 
you know, Valentine's Day ritual of getting something, making a reservation somewhere. And it's it's weird. We designated a single day of the year to where we must go out to a fancy restaurant. That's why every restaurant is booked and is super crowded. It is not comfortable. In fact, me and my wife, we actually have a rule where we don't do Valentine's Day dinner on Valentine's Day. We do it either day before or the day after because it's so much easier to get, you know, reservations. And we don't have to deal with the traffic and trying to find a parking spot and all that useless thing. All those useless things. So, yeah. All that to say, Valentine's Day, I think, is a beautiful day of, you know, commemorating love. But it's it's been tainted by these corporations trying to make an easy buck. And I think we as consumers, we as the people, should do something to take it back. Sorry, that was a weird rant and that I wasn't planning on going into. But as long as I'm ranting, let me add this. Wedding, weddings. Weddings are expensive enough, but engagement rings, I I really don't understand that. I I proposed to my wife, what, four years ago now, but I'm still baffled by the whole three-month salary rule. And it's just, I, I don't understand why, why, why must we sink so much money into this thing that goes on your hand and why, why are diamonds so expensive? They literally have no intrinsic value. Like, what can you do with the diamond except look at it and, and say that it's pretty? There's no, nothing else that diamonds are used for. I guess you can use them as drills because they are very hard material, but there are industrial diamonds for that. And you can make diamonds in a lab for a fraction of the cost and use it for those things. So why, why? It's weird that we have this this rule, right? The three-month rule. The It must be natural diamond. It can't... Like a lot of people frown on buying the synthetic diamond, even though even though the synthetic diamonds are actually prettier because they, they have no flaws, right? Diamonds formed in nature, they have flaws because oftentimes nature is more random than human design, right? So I just don't get it, guys. It's love should not come with the price tag. I don't think the best expression of love should be how much I'm willing to spend on you because that's just we're falling into the trap We're we're being bamboozled by by people out there profiteers trying to make money on this day and speaking of this day a uh, shout out to my older brother Richard it is your birthday today so congratulations on surviving for 34 years wow you're old you are old but surviving for that long has I guess it's something to celebrate so go get yourself a cake and celebrate I cannot celebrate with you because you are on the other side of the world but you know actually it's a interesting point I want to make today on that it's a side point sorry I guess I have a, I, have a, I guess I have a lot to say today I I did just drink two cups of coffee so that might be influencing this but my brother and I we were both born in Korea my brother is back in Korea now as a lawyer but I am still in America and he might be celebrating his birthday on the proper day for the, I mean, he's been there for a few years now, but for the majority of his life, he might've been celebrating his birthday on the wrong day. Now I say that because there is a time difference and depending on the time of the day, 
it might be a different date in Korea versus America. There's a 12-hour difference depending on where you are in America. But so uh, it might be February 15th in Korea while it's still February 14th in America. And since usually you celebrate your birthday in the evening, my brother might have been celebrating his birthday a day late for most of his life. You know, because it's he was born in Korea, which was on the date of February 14th. And when he was celebrating in America, it was February 15th. So that's kind of weird. And it, for me, too, I'm I I'm probably whenever I celebrate my birthday on my birth date, I'm probably celebrating a day late. And it's, it's weird. Anyways. Happy Valentine's Day once more, and this is the second annual Valentine's Day episode. Last year, I bragged on my wife, told you guys about why I love her so much and all the amazing things about her and why she's so great. And this year, I wanted to do something similar, but for my daughter. And I've, I've had this idea for a while, ever since she was born, to be able to leave something behind that... Perhaps when she's old enough to, you know, actually understand words that she can take a listen and that she can, you know, kind of just get a glimpse back into the past of when she was not even a year old yet. Um, and I thought Valentine's Day, perfect day to do it because she is celebrating her first Valentine's Day today. And I just want her to remember that I will always be her first Valentine and yeah, the, the kind of love that she deserves in this world is immeasurable. So this, I'm hoping, I don't know. I don't know the state of where podcasts will be, you know, in years into the future. I'm assuming that they'll, these, these episodes will still be up so that my my daughter can just go back and listen to these. But who knows? So I'm just going to pretend like I'm talking to her and yeah just leave something behind for her to uh i don't know how much my voice will change <laughs> in the future but maybe uh, her father in his early 30s she'll be able to kind of know and get to know and maybe even compare to i don't know but anyways so easily um i hope you're hearing this and the first thing i wanted to tell you is you are so so dearly loved and there is really no comparison right now. Um, if you have siblings, I'm sure uh, I, we, your mother and I, we love them just as much. But as at least as of now, because those siblings do not exist, you are the greatest love of our lives. We love you dearly. You probably will never fully understand or grasp how much. Because I don't think I really understood how much I probably still don't really understand how much my parents love me, but I feel like I've kind of know a little bit um, now, now that I have my own child. So, yeah, that to say, man, we, we love you so much. You, even though you haven't really done anything yet, you are about to turn eight months old. You, you're not even walking or talking yet. You're You're there. You are responsive now, so we do certain things. You'll smile, you'll laugh. Um, when you can't see us, you'll cry. Um, but we, yeah, we love you so much. Even though 
I mean, despite all these things, even though you aren't really doing much, we love you so much. Um, and it, I can confidently say that it is a, it is as close to unconditional love as I've ever experienced in my life. I don't think there's a single thing that you can do to unearn my love or lose it. So I really do hope you carry that into the future. No matter how upset I might get at you, no matter how much I scold you, always, always know and, you know, operate from the baseline that there is a level of love that will never be rescinded or taken away. Because, yeah, I, I just love you so much, girl. And again, this is probably the same for your mother. Your mother loves you so, so much. And yeah, never, ever let anything that you experience in the world tell you otherwise. Um, especially if there's things in the world that make you believe you're not worthy of love, that you're somehow undeserving of love. I just want you to know that that's not real. And that you, yeah, we, you were loved even when you weren't really doing anything. Even before you had your personality, even before you had, you know, your wit, whatever it may be. Whatever you have, I don't really know yet. <laughs> yeah, you were so loved. And you are, I can only imagine how much more loved you are now. So you are super deserving of love. Never, never forget that. And sorry, I had to take a quick break. Uh, my... My daughter woke up, so she is with me in the room. So if you hear any baby noises, it's Aisley. So yeah, Aisley, if you're hearing this, this is your baby self talking. You are currently reaching for the mic um, furiously, and I'm not letting you because I'm trying to record this thing. But the second thing I want to tell you, Aisley, is that you have brought out so many different sides of your mother and I for us to enjoy. What, I'm, what I mean by that is watching your mother become a mother has been one of the great joys of my life and of our marriage because it's a side of her that I never got to see. It's a side of her I don't even know that she really understood or knew. So yeah, it's been, it's been a great journey. It's so cute watching your mom become a mom. The ways that she tries to make you laugh, the ways that she tries to keep, make you smile, the ways that she protects you, the ways that she loves you. It's, it's all very new for me to witness, but it's all amazing. I feel like I, I've gotten to know my wife more completely and fully thanks to you. Um, so yeah, it's, I'm, and I'm sure your mother as well uh, can attest to this from from my end, meaning that for her watching me become a father and interact with you as a father, I'm sure she'll say the same thing. It's been great because it's such a different thing. It's, it's, it's so new and it's, yeah, it's really lovely to see. And it's kind of funny because again, as you know, you are first child. I'm hoping that you have siblings, but for a time, you have been our only child. So your mother and I, we actually fight a lot. Not like real fighting, but we fight for your affection. We fight to see who gets to hold you and who gets to play with you. So yeah, we, we are really head over heels in love with you. And I think even for ourselves, 
we are enjoying discovering uh, a different side of ourselves. Oh. Yeah, easily. <laughs> I think we are enjoying uh, discovering new things about ourselves. Um, things that we can feel and think as, as parents. So again, thank you so much for that. Thank you so much for, yeah, thank you so much for making me, turning me from just a man into a father. And I, I am enjoying it so much. So, so much. And the last thing I wanted to talk to you about is, it's just a funny story. When you were very young, I want to say maybe two or three months old, daddy had to go into the office, which was... <laughs> okay, that's, that's you. That's not you farting. You're making that noise with your mouth. So don't be embarrassed. But you might be embarrassed with this story. But, um, oh, what are you, you okay? Okay. Uh, when daddy went into the office, I often, at the end of the day, I often went to Uncle Jonathan's house. Uncle Jonathan and Aunt Lois's house uh, at their apartment at the time to wait out the rush hour traffic. Um, because I don't know if it's currently, if the problem has been solved, but the current highway infrastructure in Atlanta is, it was not meant, to, it was not designed to sustain all the people that live here right now. So traffic is terrible. Atlanta is notorious for its traffic. If you think traffic, it's uh, LA in the West Coast and definitely Atlanta in the Southeast. It's terrible. So yeah, like I said, what I did a lot of the times is went to Uncle Jonathan's apartment to wait out the traffic so that you know I, I would hang out with them for like an hour and then instead of having to sit through traffic for an hour and a half, it would only take me maybe ah. <laughs> it would only take me maybe 30 to 45 minutes. Um, so on this particular day, I did that. I I was it was the end of the workday. I Ow. I was hanging out with Uncle Jonathan. I had just gotten to his apartment and your mom called me within maybe three or five minutes of me being in the apartment to say, Aisley is being a handful. Can you please come as fast as you can? So because, because of that, I said, okay, I'll drive home. I, I sat through the traffic. I, the, the soul-crushing Atlanta traffic I endured because I love you and because I love your mother and honestly if I'm being honest I I fear your mother a little bit so I didn't want to upset her so I drove home and I got home and I was I was able to uh, take you off your mother's hands to give her a little uh, relief I, I guess so and the day after that in the morning we were watching the news and we saw that a, a truck full of money had it crashed or something or the doors opened or something. So a highway was littered with cash. People were stopping their ca cars in the middle of the highway to pick up cash. And what I realized from that news segment is that it was the exact highway that I take from my office to home. And the time that it happened is exactly the time that it would have been if I had waited at Uncle Jonathan's apartment. So this amazing opportunity to literally grab cash out of the sky and off the roads and off the floor was denied to me. So 
the next time I tell you that I can't buy you something, just know that it was because of that. You costed me the ability to get free money. And that's why we can't afford the things that you, you want us to buy. So, yeah, just know that. That doesn't mean that I don't love you. It just means that daddy doesn't have the money that he would have had if you were a good girl. <laughs> no, that's, that's just a joke. Um, but yeah, just I'm hoping that this episode will last until you can really hear and understand this. Right, Easy. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, all that to say, your mother and I, we love you so much. Um, congratulations. Or I guess, happy first Valentine's Day for you. Oh, if you're listening to this on the Valentine's Day in the future, don't forget to call or text your Uncle Richard. Um, it's his birthday. And yeah, just, just know that I love you so much. Um, you are really uh, just amazing. I love you so much, baby girl. I love you. And yeah, on val- every Valentine's Day, I just hope and you know and you can, kind of, you can kind of evaluate where you are in life and know that you are a immensely loved child i love you so much uh and for all the listeners who who listen to this or this um thank you for listening and happy valentine's day and once again i'm hoping that all the men out there who forgot to get their gifts for their significant others i'm hoping you're listening early enough to remedy that fact so again love love and peace y'all it's a weird sign off <laughs>